beginning of act one. Bad timing for the <laughs> dumping of all your papers in the ground. <laughs> no, 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 I like this. <laughs> and four hours. We'll just, we'll cut it in post. I give you, I, I give you too much stuff. That's, this, I, I keep seeing this. I give you guys too much stuff. No, it should no, just no, be no, one no, sheet of paper, paper, front side only, size 12 <laughs> font. Oh. All right. Okay. Well, the nice thing about double d dipping in a week is my my recaps get to be dramatically short. What did we do last time? Okay. Well, <laughs> we start again at the beginning of all things. So start with this month. So we're in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, city. We're the city. <laughs> I like you to start over, you know what? Um, you guys ju just walked through. A tree, <laughs> and you see this figure here, and the white snowy owl in the tree near you looks. Hmm. Birds. Never trust a bird. But you see Eklan, arms arms crossed, knowing it's been about an hour and a half, two hours since since Annie said on our way, and he looks looks up and says, "On your way, right?" enough. Glad to see you made it safely. Lut looks at you, it gives you a, a nod, seeing that you're looking a bit more ship shape. Walks on over toward you all. First thing that you notice um, here, of course, is, as I mentioned the end of last time, is it is significantly colder. Not as cold as it was when, when you were here previously. No blizzard, no, no wind, but just a soft, very gentle snowfall, but still snow on the on the ground and amongst the trees and whatnot here. It is, after all, like early February here at this point mm -hmm. in time. So the drop in temperature strikes you immediately. Um, by the way, you guys had, had tried on your gala clothes. Do you still have them on or did you put them on your other clothes and put those in put the, the, the cube or something, I'm assuming? Mm -hmm. Or you have really cool, like, 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 like hangers <coughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Four cards. So you are dressed um, well enough mm -hmm. for a location like this, knowing for full well that you'd be returning to a place with snow and cold. Everyone mm -hmm. steps over to you. I trust your rest went well. No major hiccups. Another from the usual hiccups that come after. She kept us in line. Quite the tale. We won't spill our secrets. What happened that night will we'll stay silent. Yep. Well, it is good to see you all in high, high enough spirits. Did something bad happen here? Or is it just always? <laughs> it's mostly just always. Also, the fact that I wasn't sure if you were, were going to come. Well, we're here. I thought that maybe you walked into a, a tree and never left. Happens sometimes. Tree network, you know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the magics, but I, I know how such things can happen. Timeliness aside, it is noonish at this point in time, so we should consider making our way. You, you want to visit with the, the queen, I take it. I hope, that's my understanding. 
If she will have us. She will. She's also been waiting, though. Um, that I do feel <coughs> bad about. Yes, well. Just so you know, this time, as I escort you to the throne room, only Queen Selenet will be there. Along, I imagine, uh, Princess Elspeth and all number of advisors, viziers, scribes, and servants, and whatnot. The, the closing of doors and telling everybody to go um, when you three have come, have come in the couple of times so far, have bringing up enough attention in combination with what you've already done, more of that would be unwise. So, simply follow the Queen's lead would be my recommendation. Sounds good. We'll let everyone go ready to the talking. And I will come to you tonight, let me know where you're staying, and then burn your paper and I'll do, do the same. And then we can talk more about the gala and plants. Good. Considering you're not under the crown's employ yet, and he is always gets even, even quieter than it already was, we should consider being slightly cautious. I will change to a just very normal looking older human woman. Okay. Really take off the mask and just kind of. Under <laughs> <laughs> Earth's face. Oh. Side of your face becomes. <laughs> uh, any requests? You gotta go quick. I don't know. It's all up to you. Uh, okay. Let's see. Still gotta be a dwarf. Well, oh, let's do like maybe young and just very like gossamer. Essentially, I'm trying to match your hair. Oh. Your long. Is your hair, hair still long and a platinum blonde? It will be you? now. <laughs> yeah. You cracked his, his hair. You're, you're like, I, I, I like it more the way it was yesterday. You're, what? <laughs> Girl, back yeah. up a bit. Uh, okay. yeah, I'll also use Alter Self. And, you know, maybe I'll make myself uh, a few, you know, feet shorter, make him more on the level of, like, Earth and Annie normally. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a tiny bit older, essentially, but, you know. So, like, 16. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> like 16. With maybe like ratty red hair and you know maybe a scruffy beard. Okay. <clears throat> well done. Do you have means of transport? Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? I'm a stranger. Do you have means of transport? <sighs> transport, transport, transport. All the way you? up. Well. well oh, yeah. Yeah. Precisely. I remember. I hope that didn't get lost. <laughs> Wait, hover there. Good. Um, well, I was going to make you all invisible and then ride your carpet myself, but since you've, since you've gone through all this work, I'll save the energy. It would be less suspicious at this point if I went separate. So I would, I'll would i say I'll meet you there. All right. At the front gates. It's not suspicious that three chuckle pucks on a carpet is just going straight for the cat. Yeah. Like around, walks up. Yeah, um, I don't think it'll be so suspicious. Alright. Got it. Very good. He turns around and begins to walk up the rest of the steps, cresting at the top of this hill that is quite a di distance away still. You recall, once you get up, once you float up there, yourselves, 
you get this fantastical view of the, the place at a distance. This is your zoomed in view around it, but this, oh, I like how he's like very sneaky, just keep, keep, keep keeping an eye on it. <laughs> you see this view looking down into this sort of valley. The way, the way that you come up from the south has quite the, the hill and those steps that you come up and then it just like went sunk in. Now you can go down the hill and make your way all the way over there. Fortunately now you have your uh, carpet. You don't have to exert yourselves and three of you are bubbled up warm enough. Or now it's a leisurely down. And once you crest the top of this hill and look down, you can see suspicion is hard to have considering that while this picture is static, there is a constant flurry of movement here. There's bees on a hive. Thousands of people coming and going out of every gate and every hour of every day. Mm -hmm. So it is, it is a constant bustling, a hustle bustle of commerce, not to mention all the farm, the farmland around here. And you know that just from this bird's eye view, it looks chaotic, but once you actually get down into it, it is if anything more chaotic. Mm -hmm. So he steps, waves a finger in the air, his cape flaps out, and he jumps and just makes a bullet line toward um, the city and takes a wide path around. I do believe he's actually faster than, than you with the flash spell. So you guys are like, I only have 40 feet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As you go in, Good come down from this way. Nice thing is, uh, if you're flying, you don't have to wait in, in line or, or anything of the sort. You don't have to mix with the rabble these days. <laughs> there are people who are flying o overhead and whatnot as well. Sort of a uh, nightmare in many ways as far as how do you keep track of, of who's coming and going, but also how do you keep track anyways when there's a couple million people here and how do you regulate flying? You have a bunch of flying policemen and so, it, it, it just logistics of it would just be insane. So it's like, okay, open the just damn you magic. As you guys just follow along some other people, two riding griffins and wearing sh shining armor, one on a car on a carpet smaller than smaller than you, just one guy, one girl wearing um, collars and clothing of like damas, and he's like like this as you <laughs> yep, you got it. <laughs> yep, as he you're like his carpet's fast though. Zip 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 goes over there, and you guys. Falls off and... Yep. <laughs> oh wow. Mm -hmm. You guys are making your way up there. It, it'll be it'll be a bit of a time, just considering how, how far away you are and where and all that stuff. But is there anything that you would like to to talk or discuss, or just um, bundling up against the cold and waiting until you till you get to the front gates? I'm going to attempt to uh, blink our minds. Ooh, nice. Um, good one. Mm-hmm. Concentration check, or do I just not not be here now? You guys are going. Slow enough, steady enough. Mm -hmm. the, there's no storm, <coughs> just light dusting of that. The higher that you get, of course, the more the, the wind picks up. You're not going toward the top spire. You're going yep. over here, over there, if you recall. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're, you're fine. After, after 10 minutes, your minds are all <laughs> linked up together. Anyone remember the name of the place Eskel said we should stay? Um, yes. I don't know if it's the place that he said we should stay or the place that we should just um, look up 
I know it has meat pies. It has meat pies. Um, Baldry's half. Also, oh, we're supposed to just take a job with the with the queen. Now that's kind of the plan. Yeah, that'll yeah. die. If we're under their employ, Again. then the assassins can't get us. Now we know they're coming for us, though. It's a different game. You want to play cat and kill? Well, no. I guess. More important things to do, but... I mean, if we take on an entire guild, or an entire, you know, Dragonlock family, I think they're going to... Norwin, don't tempt me. I already said I'm trying to focus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Finger swords. <laughs> <laughs> Finger daggers. Yeah. Step, 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 step. Yep, exactly. So, if we... If they don't recommend a place to stay, do we want to try the drunken dragon again, or should we try Baldur's Hall? Yeah, I don't think that, that um, what's-his-face will want us back as the drunken Marcus. dragon. What about Celeria? True. Very stay with her or her place, right? Like, is the gala at her place or her her home or her casino? I mean, thing? is it Tain Gala? Her I can hotel. always ask. So, yeah, I mean, she might have a recommendation. I will pull out my silver raven. Okay. Pull out the raven. And... That we didn't lose. We didn't. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Sharkonis is like, Dah! we'll keep this for later. <laughs> this better not come back to bite me. Nice, nice. I will um, say, it's Annie. I'm back in town. City. <laughs> when and where should we meet? I am also looking for a place to sleep. Any ideas? Okay, you you speak into this bird that you know will repeat exactly what you said in your voice. So it sounds like it's Annie back in town. I'm kidding. Whisper this this to it, and then. Unfolds and th- th- this reverse origami sort of, or origami, not reverse origami, origami fashion. Looks at you. Ah. Just. Ah. And it. <laughs> 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 it oh, no, plants it. silver, silver, silver wings, and once it's once it, it's it's two, three feet away, it shimmers to look like a normal black raven. It takes off into the sky. Gets eaten by a griffin. <laughs> Crazy place. This is a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. Just pulling up the calendar. Sure. Very good. Okay, your your minds are linked. You've sent your bird. And else you guys won't want to do? In the checks. Lean in. in. You'll meet the desire cheese shop girlfriend. Make make Eklund the Queen wait another <laughs> hour as you come with mozzarella sticks. <laughs> what? Right. What is it you guys want to talk about? Incognito. <laughs> we haven't eaten since 
Heimat. You just came from Heimat. Literally. <laughs> oh my god, hunger for tea. <laughs> he did walk well, though. Damn you. No, I, I'm getting this. Alright. You finally reach the castle of the deed. Um, remember the enormous, like, white marble alabaster stone, but not perfectly upkept. It, it has lichen growing on it. It, it, it. it is blemished. It, has, it is very difficult to upkeep something so huge, so enormous. The windows could be in entire houses themselves. The top, um, well, you can't see it. The angle, or maybe you could go up and over. You see the top is, is that giant uh, glass there, with those enormous thick beams crossing over it to allow in natural light. The inside columns, you know, are just absolutely massive and impossible. But as you land in front, you see several familiar figures. The two, um, these two are outside. Remember, we don't look like us. Yep. Okay. You fuckers! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so they, yeah, you recognize them as well as a smattering of, of, of another guard, many of them in full plate and halberds and the standards of the of the king and queen of Sermonea, all in their resplendent colors. And Echo is standing there as you guys land. The carpet rolls itself up. I imagine you're putting it on your back or something of the sort. I gotta carry this. I was dragging behind you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got it. All right. You have your, your the, the strap that came with it, so you can cinch it up. And then throw it over your back like a giant Naruto scroll. Let's <laughs> 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 it down, buddy. Except for when you're on the carpet, it's more like. <laughs> it's not. Uh, da, 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 it's. <laughs> Eklund steps forward and says, Visitors to, to the crown. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Her Majesty is expecting you. Her bows to you. Well done. You can look, look like yourselves once we enter the doors. In fact, you should. Turns. Leads, leads, leads you into the doors, which are already open. Enter inside. I dropped my own. Okay. I dropped my own. <laughs> well, I'm You're <laughs> showing your hair, I guess. Well, no, it's an ensemble. If I'm stuck with the mask, I might as well keep that. She'll understand. She'll understand. Hopefully, yeah. How long does, does it uh, the spell? Almost an hour. Almost an hour? At this point, yeah. Yeah, like, so it still has a bit of time. Like 50-something left to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You are walking your way through. Remember, this is not a castle interior. This is the outer shell. Now you can enter, and there's this massive gardens, and there are nobles and royals that are, are, are listening to poetry in the warmth of this interior. Orbs are softly floating around, getting off light and heat. Plants crawling up and around, vining around these pillars that and people holding holding arms could barely make a ring 
around, going all the way up 100, 200 feet at least. But you're heading toward one of the castles. Uh, 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 yeah. Castle Sessent. There's some um, other places around. There's temples over here. There's what looks like um, houses or like estates, mansions over here. The inside of the outer palace really being a shell for many things that are inside. Very odd sort of area. Eklund leads you through the front doors of Castle Sessent, through the familiar-ish hallways. This time you don't have a a young princess coming to waylay you with hugs or anything of the sort. Almost. Almost. <laughs> and he leads you to the doors and he turns to you and says, are you going to... He's just a little more um, permanent for now. Stuck like it. this for a while. It, it lasted for three, six minutes. And okay. literally, it's, it, it is his face. Do you want to make your way longer? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. Says I, Eklund. Eklund Madani. He, he just looks at the guards. They open the door. Someone there says, Guests of Her Royal Highness Queen Selene Valdemar. Indeed, you see in this throne room here, you see the queen surrounded more or less, uh, I say surrounded, but there is plenty of people in this large throne room now, not the private um, affairs that you guys have had in the past. There are in, indeed scribes and advisors and other nobles and Whatnot here, all chat, all, all chatting, petitioning her or, or whatnot. Just general queenly stuff that is happening here. The the throne next to her, where, where the, the king would sit, is vacant at this moment in time. You do see um, Princess Elspeth. I you know her picture plenty enough at this point in time, but you also see the queen, Mother Elspeth, um, and the young the young Elspeth and the, the old Elspeth. Um, as usual, are, are near each other. Young Elspeth's um, mm -hmm. you know, face breaks out in a smile as she, she sees you. And as you guys you know, scan over and catch the people that you know, she just does a little <laughs> thing. And good hit wave. Give her finger daggers. <laughs> Grandma Mama here that just does a little nod. <laughs> and she, con she, con she continues her crocheting. She's just working on things. The colors of Ceremonia and the quilt laced with, with amber colors as well, like what's on her necklace. Mm -hmm. The queen stands, and all become, become quiet. As she says, Come forward, friends. You have been very busy, have you not? We have. Your Majesty, so sorry to keep you waiting. And I will bow deeply. Well, Chris, technically. She nods ahead to you all as the people part. Um, to let you come forward near the bottom of the steps where Kurtz would bow in a hair toss. I'm not sure what it is for her for this. Uh, oh, yeah. Seeing as if the 
name is Mom. I'll, I'll get. I'll give a a nod. Okay, a nod. She does, does like a lowering. Yeah. Yeah. She has a nod, nod, nod to you. She looks at you oddly, like, and we're off. Hmm. I understand. No, I do understand the need for for protection. Her voice sort of um, swells a bit more here, so the people who are looking, the probably dozen or or, or so people in in total that are are here looking on, people are immediately with with, with Quill and Parchment writing down everything that's happening here. So, first and foremost, I would commend each of you for your bravery and your service to the Western Coalition. And my apologies for the unexpected conscription into the Agostonian Inquisition's business. That wasn't your fault at all, Your Majesty. Sometimes we go where we need it. Make business of our own. I appreciate that, Raphael. Norman and Anaxoria, you have all proven yourselves worthy of serving the crown and the crown's service to you before you even left. Not many people could be conscripted into the Inquisition's rose and come back not only with his blessings and a writ of any past charges of any sort, all proven false. Not, I believe forgiven is the wrong word here, but simply proven false. This is not the time for small transgressions and small-minded bickering to keep us apart. This is the time when all the realms come together and we take everything that we can get. Well, not only did you do this, you've also come bearing new fruit to join our forces. Truly remarkable. <laughs> we are linked. So you can oh, that's true. If you want, in our head, that's why in my head I was like, "It works." And I thought, "Oh my god, I was going to say congratulations to you." Fruit. Jump in, fruit. The good apples. Um, now, she gets quite serious. It is impossible to deny who you are. It is impossible to deny what you have done. It is impossible to deny what had been done to you. Let it be known that no assassination attempts, any attempt on your life from a moment coming very soon will be met with the ire of the crown. The crown does not and cannot play favorites with quote-unquote random citizens. As she looks over, and there's a figure that you saw but didn't think much of. Mm-hmm. And it is a, um, an elven 
girl. Ah, perfect. You can all see it. <laughs> Combining paper and virtual. Her eyes are light on this, 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 this elven lass. Your eyes sort of dart and look for, okay, is this one having a dragon mark or anything? But you don't see anything of the sort. But that doesn't mean anything even. She does look quite, not as regal and posh looking as many others here are. More casual. And with Rick, this, this look, this is, this is literally what I imagine this. In this moment in time, this is how she is, well, looking. Sort of side-eyed, not quite smiling, not quite frowning, just watching. Mm -hmm. But with emotion enough. Swear to God. Dang. Go. Yeah, he's like, dude, dude, you're throwing treats. You must have more treats from me. I understand what why you're doing, folks. Wolfen's getting them. Mm-hmm. Wolfen's a good boy. So as you all see her. Do a scan, her eyes light on each of you as well. No I'll wait because both my eyes. Okay. <laughs> no reaction, no response of any sort. N no emotion, I should, should say, just looking at you all. Her face her eyes staying on you for a bit. Even though you don't look like yourself, maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. The queen continues. So, to solidify this, to solidify your place under the Simonian monarchy, under the name of my family, Baldemar, the name of my husband's family, the Ashkavans, I am officially making you acting arbiters of the court. She produces, she has three, or she, she, she extends a hand and a, an advisor, a, a scribe of sorts, comes over with a silver tray and three scrolls. Very, very thin scrolls, only like, like yay big, very thin. Um, grabs one, opens it up, reads a bit of fanfare that I won't go into to here, but it ends with Urfile. You are until further notice. Acting Marshal of the Court. Now, the fanfare that I skipped goes into detail. This does not mean that you are anything to the military to the military or the people or anything. It's just a title to say that you are under her employ in a martial um, setting, in a martial way. She, continu she continues and says, uh, she goes on with 
more words that go on to explain that you are ultimately responsible for the well-being of the orc tribesmen joining the coalition forces and their actions within the Western Kingdoms. Be they positive, and the accolades go to you. Be they negative, the eyes will turn to you. Do you accept this title and position? And the protection that comes with it? I appreciate the opportunity, Your Majesty. Please, come forward. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> but silence. <Got> <laughs> she winds back up. And scrolls only about yay long, like yay long runs out. She winds it back up, and she says, "Bow your head, if you would, please." That's not how we do things here. That's how we do things here. She just does a, a shoulder, shoulder, and then says. Lift your head and hands to you the scroll. Keep this on your person at all times. You see the scribes, uh, there's, there's two or three scribes here documenting this, and you imagine that this was all part of the plan too, that this news has to get out. Mm-hmm. She then says, Harmon, I make you acting, acting warden of the court. This gives you free reign in the border regions of the realm of Seminea. Your duty is to defend the land itself. The people therein, you look to your friend to the right. Mm-hmm. The land and all that entails, the flora, the fauna, mm-hmm. this is under your Again, the fanfare of that I'm skipping to make it clear. It's not like, you're the one guy responsible. These are very much... There's a forest fire 300 miles away, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> and and it's, they're very ceremonial titles. You couldn't necessarily walk into like a, a, a place and be like, boom, I'm acting marshal general. <laughs> but it does give you clout protection. And you uh, we could say, warden marshal powers activate. He turns into a giant bird. I jump on his back. <laughs> we fly to the forest fire. He then has to put it out with some water spell. I'm going to help. You're riding him. You're riding Marshall. Marshall Law. I just <laughs> yell that. Throw it off the bird. <laughs> Stab a tree that's on fire. Yep. <laughs> Marshalls. Oh. Do the same thing. Oh, no. Thank God for this vine link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we later jokes. You guys will. <laughs> I have to pee the fire up. Maxoria, <laughs> you are an acting diplomat of the court. Oh. In addition to this, and as part of this, you are granted the voice of the crown and limited immunity while in other courts of other realms. Diplomatic immunity. Is that on heat or cold or dark resistance? <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic. You're... Do you accept this position? It is an honor, the one I do accept. Come forward. Bop, bop. 
along with this. And she produces a gold coin that has a, a very, very elaborate symbol on it. And she, the scribe mm -hmm. brings one to each of you and you can pick one. And they look sort of like, like you have a much more elaborate and when the, the, the opposite side is stamped with her, with her symbol mm -hmm. side. Can I see the, the coin again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is obviously way too simplistic for what it would be, but it does have a dragon, a draconic visage on it, mm -hmm. which is sort of a very, very old symbol of the court city. Mm -hmm. You can imagine because it was founded by the dragon marked families, or they've always been the most powerful forces within there. Makes sense. Keep both these writs and these pendants with you. If you choose to, you may pin those to your lapels. You can keep them in your pockets. If there are any questions, they will let those know that you do, you are under the service of the crown, and the crown is in service to you. It is an honor to work with you for one communal goal, the well-being of all the realms. Simonea is where we are now. I like to think, taking my mother's wisdom and her marker as the unspent, the, the, the peacemaker, there is yet peace to be had in the West, before we can even begin to have peace in the East. Peace in the East. Peace in the East. All here have heard my words? Yes, Your Majesty. Yes, Your Majesty. Her eyes again sort of move over to this figure here. And you just see her do that. Very good. Don't call us, we'll call you. I'm sure that, that there will be need for your services, and soon. But for now, you have deserved some respite here in the court city. May I take my this one? Thank you. You may take your leave. She sits back down. There's a slight from some, pe from some people. I'm Elspeth. Come on. Here, very much. <laughs> Elspeth's like, Grandma Elspeth doing doing one of these. This one, um, actually, as the doors open for you guys to leave, um, she is the first one out, moving quite swiftly, soft, very very soft-footed sort. Um, long long blue dress, kind of fanning out, be behind her, and she is gone from your sight in an instant. is standing inside the door. He was standing at that spot. The door's closed. Yeah, the doors will probably be closed. Um, when they open, he, his eyes just look upon you as you, you pass and just does a, a nod, a respectful nod like many are doing right now to you, but no other um, indications besides that. Jill. You guys are escorted. Did um, you notice you bowed to your No, no dramatic reaction. Perhaps a slight smirk. Okay. okay. <laughs> a slight smirk. 
escorted out by some guards, um, or less guards at this point, more just royal servants that have ceremonial swords or halberds or whatever else. Walk up, the door open for you. You then, you see you leave the castle, then you walk through the gardens and whatnot, and the po poetry, it's all happening, all that shit, and, and then you walk out of the palace, and then you are outside again, and you have, uh, you do what you wish. What, I'll take care of him. What do you three wish to do at this point? Well, we two next. I think I mean, I suppose we also could maybe obtain reading for quite some time. We did send a message. I haven't heard back yet, so. Yeah, but it has to find you, right? Yeah. Does magically know where you are? Ravens are smart. Well, some ravens are smart. <laughs> Some ravens are smart. We can look at one. Yeah, that's a good question. Icky can, is it, can Icky mimic, mimic her because he's a raven? Mm -hmm. Does that mean if no one was a raven, then he could mimic his own speech? Mm, they can mimic what they hear. Yeah. That's mostly it. Yeah. So you can mimic my speech? Yeah, I'm just wondering because I could form, I'm smart enough to form words. Oh. I'm just wondering if I could just mimic sounds because I've heard all the words. That's that's weird to think about. But yeah, you yeah. could probably speak common in Raven the way that a Raven would. So very simple, short bursts. But yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Just curious. I thought that before. Yeah. All right. All right. <clears throat> I say we wait until we hear something. I wouldn't even know where to start finding her. I could go for the meat pie. I wish we'd check with the um, Falls Race, huh? Well, you know what? While we got time, why don't we uh, get your sickness? Let's uh, get that yeah. poison like head over the house. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Better. Even that audio system would be better. Well, we'll start there then. Should I take off my backpack? You three hop on with a bit more confidence here, but still keeping a keen eye out for any white knuckle on the coin. Things are happening here. Just like right? really to my voice yeah. point. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes for sure. All right. Yeah. Before, definitely before you get to the <laughs> Panaceum, because um, the Palinaeum is the arcane is the library. The Panaceum is the penicillin hospital mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Panacea is actually a word. <laughs> no, sure it is. <laughs> okay. Alright, so you folks, uh, just for the sake of time, um, you get there, you Ooh. enter, and you can request whatever services you want from whoever is there. Don't, don't, we, you, you've been here one once before, mm -hmm. and went through the whole thing, so just yeah. take yep. time, no we point doing it all over. Rid of this. Curse removal, perhaps. The halfling. That looks nasty. Hurts. Okay. Oh, okay. So, where'd you where'd you get this such an affliction? Affliction. Affliction. Write that down. Or afflict. Where where'd you get such an inflection? That's not right. Such an infection. Yeah, an infection. Oh, these crazy ditzy ass half 
halfling that you're in. You're, you're actually in the in the room now. You we're past the point of, of getting checked in and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, in my head, I'm gonna say something. Is this after? Mm. At least. <laughs> Was it a beast that bit you? A a beast with with a stinger? Was it a poison Where did this on come a from? dagger? Ah, poison. Well, that's Poison's a simple rope. called demon's blood, if you've ever heard of it. It's going to require... <laughs> it's going to require more than just a simple removal of poison. It's going to require something more serious. We're thinking something along the lines of curse removal. And we also need that to hit anyway. Curse removal. Hi. And also, if you have anything to take care of, um, if you wanted to check in it on, on his eye, if you was able to... We have a few things. <laughs> we need somebody probably pretty mm, good about their magics. Hmm. Understood. Sorry. That's fine. I, I think you can do it. I could probably do it. Give it a go with the old eye. Let me go speak with my supervisor. Are you asking to see my supervisor? Not because we're displeased. Understood. Oh, she will go. Not being a Kareem. Kareem. <laughs> David and Kareem. Uh, <laughs> okay. You guys sit there oh. and are waiting. Mm-hmm. And waiting. After about 10 minutes, she comes back in and says, she looks uh, slightly harried and frazzled and says, uh, Yes, you will be tended to. Uh, are, are you in an extreme hurry? Not that we know of. Within the hour. Would be lovely. Yes, perhaps another 40 minutes. Okay. Fine. Thank you. He leaves. That's 40 minutes to chit chat, dick around, play, play some cards, whatever. We can ring anything mm-hmm. unless you want to say or do anything during this time. I'll relink us at, at the 30 minute mark. Did you tie a few times in a row? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're still mind For 40 minutes, they fucking play, and they, they just stay tied because they're thinking what they're, what they're, what they're going to do. Rock, 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 paper, 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 rock, paper, scissor. Roman's watching this. Oh my god. After 40 minutes. That's it! Yeah, I just rage. <laughs> oh shit. Remember fucking sword! <laughs> Alright, anything else besides this bridging game? <laughs> okay. I like that was there half an hour. So that we're linked over right away mm-hmm. in chat without dipping it down. Can you get anybody any warm up? Uh, I'm good for now, but thank you. Yeah, good. Eventually.
So after 45 minutes go by, you are sitting there going, okay, well, I need to ask for first removal and stuff. And mm -hmm. Two of them people are good with their magic. So and then there's a soft knock at the door as somebody lets herself in. Halfling. So normal halfling size. Most house house was a halfling house. So you've been doing this a lot the whole time. Look at this too. Halfling woman, like short brown hair, a wooden staff that comes up and curls around, wearing green. Um, similar colors that what the um, that what the, the healers here at the Panaceum wear, but more floral. And in fact, there are flowers and like there's some um, potions on a little side here and herbs on a side there. If anything, almost looks like druidic in in nature, which is perhaps not what would be expected in a very place at the very center of a city like like this. She has a pretty severe looking face, I'll just say, like resting severe face, maybe you can say. Mm -hmm. She comes in and says, which of you is the one who has cursed? Us. I got three. Wait, <laughs> 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 <Like> three? <laughs> Technically, right? Because the spell she did counts as a curse. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remove yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I have two. Thanks. <laughs> We're good on my phone. Which of you has the demon's blood? I do. When did you get struck by such a thing? Out east? Working for the Agarstone Inquisition. You want to ask any more fucking questions? Ulara de Horasco. Want to ask any more fucking questions? Oh, I heard the duh, and I know what that means. Yeah. Well, he said Countess too, and I'm like, oh, but you know what? His fucking ass, like, I stand by it. <laughs> no. stoked enough, I finished up other business and wanted to see with my own two eyes. I've not had one within my grasp of this affliction. 
It's not very big. No, I see that. I was under the impression that it spread until it consumed all of you. Antitoxin has a way of taking care of the spreading of it, but it doesn't remove it from the system. Ah. This is very good information to have. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So you imbibed an antitoxin after getting was it stabbed by some who was wielding this poison? No, not concern anymore. Yeah. Who was wielding this poison? Does it matter for you to heal it? I will heal it. This is well within my capabilities. But I wish to know who was wielding this. Is there any concern to looking at other books, a goblin or orc shaman? It might, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could mm-hmm. say it was the bone thingy. Technically true, also. Yeah. Whatever you think is best. I understand that as the patriarch of the Dragonmark Palasco family, the primary healers of the Sermonian forces on the Eastern Front, mm-hmm. it is crucial that I understand the threat of this. Yeah. It was in the orc, but it was when we were trying to convince the orcs to join our forces, and those that ran off did have some, those that are approaching this way to join the forces have thrown down all of their poison in a manner good faith to show that they mean no harm. But the Inquisition and the Crown are seeking out a means to make sure it won't be used against anyone in this city. Mm-hmm. And the orcs in question got it from a shaman of some sort. Bone Naga. Yeah, some real big, but it was also struck seems to be the theme. Yes. What were you three doing on the Eastern Front, encountering orcs, bringing new ones into the fold? You know how the war out there is going. We were simply trying to make it easier upon the troops who are already out there, and perhaps add reinforcements. And who precisely are you to be doing this? If I may be so bold as to ask. And Exoria Hura, I am under the crown as a diplomat. And I will pull out my coin and show it. Do you have a written authority for this title? I just very quickly scan all of it. smile on her face as she winds it to ties it again for you absolutely if there's any other information that you have regarding this if something occurs to you I would highly encourage you to come back 
and relay this. This is a paramount importance. Lives have been lost due to this poison. Entire legions. The smart, even the gnolls and the goblins seem to be led by some forces. The hob hobgoblins, perhaps the humans, are smart enough to target the holy warriors, the clerics, the paladins, the healers first on the front lines, mm -hmm. and then they unleash this. Now, if my people on the back lines can make do, can heal two, three, but when it spreads via contact, very, very odd trait. Have you noticed this as well? Spreads yeah. via contact? Very intimately. This is when they come back with a hundred of them infected by this. That is when <coughs> there's little that even we can do. I see it. Which is why it's nice to know that antitoxin can at least stop the spreading, but as far as we know, Yours too. You huh? both have your memories from last quest. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very good. Well, we know that about her. We still suspect it. Because Strick Nine said. Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So you don't know, but unless Strick Nine's being a liar. Yeah, we're just we're guesstimating. That's right. She holds up. Just remind myself which spells she can cast once a day for free. realize, but it is a magical glyph of sorts. Green lines appear in the air, punctuates it dramatically. Speaks something in a, in a, in a harsh but very elaborate language. Um, I don't think any of you know. Mm -mm. And then reaches forward. May I? May. Pokes at it. Digs in her finger a bit, almost to what hurts, and then pulls. <laughs> What happens is your mind suddenly splits and a, a 10 minute period that you never knew happened is suddenly dropped right in. <coughs> that whole IP that we did with Teferi and you tub, uh, happens. And now you're like, you, you're so blanking like, Subsequent castings of the new curse uh, come at the price of 75 gold piece each. That's good. Greater restoration, if desired, would be significantly more. 
gets rid of that nasty, right? Yeah, it's not seeming to be what it takes to get rid of that nasty. That's true. It's back. That way you can keep it just in case. In case, yeah. Yeah, we'll do both. Excellent. That will be 950 gold for the greater restoration. Perfect. And she produces a, a pouch from within her many little pouches and stuff there, and 100 gold worth of diamond dust is plucked out. She rolls it between her, her fingers. As she closes her eyes and begins to chant some words, and you see a glyph appearing, and she blows the diamond dust. He passes through the symbol, turns green, and like, like magnetically, the diamond dust goes right to the wound. Kind of like needle, like hot needles pricking into your arm, kind of sears shut. Mm -hmm. You see that that same symbol that she drew is on your flesh in diamond dust. And then it fades, and the dust vanishes entirely, all of it. The pouch not now depleted, and you see the wound is completely gone. Both the stab wound, which was still kind of there, and the spreading marks. Mm -hmm. 950 gold for that. 
feel your attunement to it. A little sound of your soul back in your... Even her reaching toward it to t- touch it, you sort of have that defensive thing like, she bit, bit, bitch better not try and take my thing, it's mine. <laughs> and then you lose that compulsion um, as that goes. 75 gold. For each, right? And then well, if, if that's all she had to do was cast it on a whip, then we're good. Yeah. Well, I guess if you want to keep the memory. Mind, though, don't you want? I mean, I know it's not true. He's right here. If we have the coin, why let you sit and think? Unless you want it for some weird. It's not so much pain as it is precaution. Kind of like a mental, like uh, exercise. Imagine if. Like, do you have any big mistakes you made in the past? Now imagine if you could know how you felt before you made that mistake. Wouldn't that have helped you not to make the mistake? That's right, but if you have your memory reversed, would you still remember what you felt as if it was still there? I don't know, I guess. I've always thought I had to keep it, the curse on to keep the to keep memory, it. but like, you know what I mean? You, you would lose... Like, would the memory she modified disappear? Yes. Oh. You would lose the memory, but you would still know that, that you she cast that spell it. on Well, me. no, you would know that you, you would know that there was a false memory that you killed Norman. You would know conceptually what it, what it is, but you wouldn't have the, the visible memory of it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, like you right now, if you close, if Earth closes his eyes, he can remember stabbing. He can see it in his eyes. He yeah. can see it. Mm-hmm. Rip that out. But he would still know, okay, there was a fake memory put in, and I know that I did this. It's not like it's scooped out, and you don't even remember that she did it to, to, to you. The, the difference between having a memory... Would you equate it to, like, knowing. getting really drunk and someone having, telling you what you did the evening before? Yeah, probably more, more like that. Rather than remembering something stupid that you did, someone's telling you it, mm. and now you're like, oh, shit, well, now I, I know I was a jackass. Mm-hmm. It's not, quite, not quite, quite the same as remembering that you were a jackass. Yeah, okay. That sort okay. of stuff. Well, not saying I mean, you can get rid of it, but like I said, it's... But if you think it would help you not do that, I would love it to just be a fake memory. I am a very, very busy, busy woman, and you three have been staring at each other silently <laughs> for the past five minutes, so I'm going to, going to depart. There are many people here. There are several others here that can remove a curse of the mind or on it. I came because I was interested in the demon's blood. Yeah. Thank so. you for that, and I'll let you know if I get stabbed again. Mm-hmm. So you can study it more. I'll just make sure to let it spread more, too. Do you have any? No. no. It is extremely dangerous. Make a persuasion check. Because that's the truth. Yeah. I, you guys don't actually have any on you, right? No. As far as, as far as you know, I don't think you do, no. do either. So she we, just we, look, she looks you up and down, and then do we have like a, an empty vial of it. I think we gave it all to the Inquisition or the Crown. You had an empty one for a while. I'm yeah. not sure if you I still think, do. I think I had one. I don't remember if it was ever given away or not, or like if it was, if it was ever lost in my stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, <clears> is there a time we had to leave our? I mean, the only time we've had to leave, like, all of our stuff is that time with the boat. Yeah, and so I think you would still have an empty vial if that matters. I might, unless 
well, no, we also had our, all our stuff taken when we were in the um, prison. Mm. It's just a matter of matter. It's a matter of if the Inquisition that's, has taken it. That's, that's oh, they right. they use it as yeah because they, they did hold it they up. They did use like, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, you get so this you, you don't have that. Yeah. Because they they mm-hmm. t- they took that. Yep. Okay. The rest of your stuff was put in in the holding. That was something that they were like, this is this is, this is ours. Okay. Wow. She looks you up and down and nods, seeming to believe you, and says, "If you you change your mind on what's up there." And ask somebody else. Yeah. Um, do you want to ask about the eye? Oh yeah, I wish what a regeneration this will Grow this back. It suits you. The right way, the better it is. Regeneration. Um, let's go for it. I forgot to give you an accurate uh, number. Give me a stand That's good. Well, considering that I fifth level spell was 900 and something. Yeah, it's like a seventh level spell. Because like a second level was 75. Yeah. So that jumped up exponentially, so it would jump up exponentially. They can only cast that once a day, or once every three days. <laughs> like even more powerful. Wow. Regeneration will cost you ten thousand gold. Ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, I didn't see, be pretty expen- exponential. Told you. I'll just get the ring back from you and go. Well, I'm glad you agree. I'll plug it down. Understand that that it is not because if I could restore just your eye, it would be far less. But there are people coming back from the front lines missing both arms. Yep. And the same spell that I can only do once in a brief time is paramount that is used on these swords. So the price is getting harder. I appreciate the understanding. And with that, I will take my leave now. We'll see you this evening. We'll see you tomorrow evening. At the gala. Hopefully you'll be there. Just as soon as possible. The Tang Gala. Mm-hmm. You have an invite. I should be playing. Ah. My apologies. You're the one that they're speaking of. Hopefully all bad things. She looks up and up and down again. Very, very much like peering through your soul and like just kind of under memorizing your face and a whole bunch of things are happening now as she's looking. And then she goes, then it appears I will see you again tomorrow. And if you find any vials, we'll bring them back for you. I do appreciate that. Kind of Sam appreciates this. I very much an interest in getting research done about this so that it, it's not used against someone. Then we are in accord. We can work together on this, perhaps. I would simply recommend you not speak of this to, frankly, anyone. It was even foolish of you to have said, to have said it previously here. I'm happy that you did because it led to this fruitful conversation. 
And let's not keep this between us four. I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with the fact this could have helped the troops, but I'm also comfortable not for bringing it up again. And then we are all comfortable and cushy. I'll see you tomorrow. What are you trying to suss out specifically? If she seems like she's she was hasty to have me to have us hide that information about it for like it seems sus essentially in, in any reason. Well done, thirteen. Mm-hmm. I would say that as Norans, you know, looking at her, watching her demeanor and, mm-hmm. and thinking about this, you you get the impression that she is a a. A harsh woman in a healing role because she's seen a lot and it feels like she has a lot of responsi- responsibility on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And you get the sense that she's not the matronly sort. It's like, oh, I'm warm. I'm not the Molly mm-hmm. Weasley of the thing. I'm the McGonagall. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what she yep. is. Um, with that said, don't think it was, she was necessarily trying to hide anything mm-hmm. other than the fact that she doesn't want people out there knowing and, and asking about something as dangerous as this. Sure. But she's seen the effects and simply saying, let's not have this be in the common place. Right. Also, you get the sense that she probably wants to be the sole person you go to. If you start talking about it to Tom, mm-hmm. D- to Tom Dick, Harry, Joe, and Sally, mm-hmm. they might pay you for it. You know what I mean? And she's like, let's have this be a relationship that we can have rather than mm-hmm. you blabbing your mouths open and whatnot else. Sure. Mm-hmm. We do like to blab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more accurately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what do you guys do next? <laughs> um... Same voice that says simply, curtly, the retaining states. On my way. Okay. Couple arms then. I should head to the irritating estate. I don't know if you two want to come with or not. Do you want us to come with or not? Well, we don't have anything else to do. And <laughs> that's yeah, that was my whole point. Too. Perfect. We all we go together. Probably stay together, even though I know we're all ambassador, warden, marshal, ambassador, right? Marshal, yeah. diplomat, warden. diplomat. Yeah, yeah, diplomat, warden, marshal. But mm-hmm. should probably still stick together because our let's not forget our original enemy probably won't follow the rules of the Court City Assassins. Very sure. true. Mm-hmm. Plus, let's see where this fancy lady lives, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think she might be up to no good. Right. See those giant crows she was running around on? Yeah, that was a little sus. Sus? So oh, she is a crow. Yeah. No, if you're right. But I know you trust her. 
Once you, once we get back on our good sides, we can show her maybe a little knot of something we will make. Then maybe you should, um, if you if you have the wherewithal, to ask her about uh, maybe decorating or encouraging some like nice um, ivy plants or some nice um, geraniums or something that can be put around. Certainly. Interesting what kind of things can have ears that you don't think about. Corn. Corn. You did it. Smart man. Well, I think I could think of as elephants, but they definitely have ears, <laughs> so you can see. Yep. We got our herbology specialist over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, and definitely. So, wait, why do you want plants everywhere? Well, you know, plants aren't necessarily the most. But with a little bit of magic, they can be coerced into having this conversation. So we sell plants around the the party, and I can maybe give them some things to listen out for. Then perhaps they can literally be more inconspicuous than a fly on the wall. They can listen in to some of these conversations. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Damn. They won't necessarily get that much out of it, but I say, hey, maybe somebody mentions wars a lot or something. Maybe they can, you know, give me a rough description of a person. Smart. Be worth it. Might be. She, well, she already has my friend. That's great. And if not, you know, it's just an avenue for... Just diva it up. Demand them. Mm-hmm. You can't perform without your plants. Alright, yeah, sure. Can't you grow plants? Uh, yes, I mean, I, I grow like eight flowers, <laughs> ten, nine times a day. Okay. So, so. That's a good plan. Do you know where this lady lives, by the way? Yes, I've been there. Oh, okay. well, there you go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. We're already halfway there. <laughs> yep, we're already halfway there. Flying at the speed of sail. <laughs> okay, you get where you're going. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, yep, you get there and you see, funny enough, um, unlike a lot of the, the, the architecture, similar to a lot of the, the architecture here, it is sort of like the royal palace. A lot of white stone, white columns, um, shrubbery plants, trellises, vines growing up things, um, but nowhere near the Actually, I don't even want to say nowhere near the size. Imagine the outer palace shell, mm-hmm. but without that shell, all stuff inside of it, that is her entire estate there. Mm-hmm. So what you see is, imagine that that there's one of these big fucking pillars here, mm-hmm. but it's flat right about here, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of different domiciles right there. Oh, sure. um, so that's pretty much the vibe that what, what you get. And there's a giant dome that is up and covers it all, being held up by these white columns. So you go up there, you know where the front door is. Perhaps unsurprisingly, you see her um, servant, the, the, the same white tiefling that she's always with, a family member, the one that didn't, that was actually a white tiefling, like the other one was a, a half-orc, if you recall, in because you know, she did the this mm-hmm. magic thing on everybody. Um, mm-hmm. He sees you, tall, skinny, the same one that you were chatting up at the um, base of, uh, of Eight Winds in the line to place the bets. Ah, this is the same guy that's always around. 
as you guys land. <laughs> um, he says, Welcome to the Irtain Estates. Thank you. I will curtsy. And he bows to you all. Hands up. You see the, these white walls going around, which again is funny because you guys flew here, so it's just more ceremony that you didn't just fly over the wall and say, Lady Irtain! You went <laughs> out front, you know, mm-hmm. where there's, you know, t- um, eight foot high white wall going around the whole thing, almost like a lift this giant dish plate that's on top mm-hmm. with the big old columns and dome over top, all that open air estate type thing. Enormous. Mm-hmm. You walk in, uh, he leads you through the courtyards. There's water that's just being gushed and fountains and perfectly trimmed uh, plants. Very, very fine place here. There seems to be a, an entire theater here. There mm. seems to be a, a gambling den um ho- hotel perhaps of of some sort and then there's her estate proper um why is the state is the the grounds too so her manor proper which is is, is quite large as well as well as again courtyards gardens there's some you know sports being being played here rich person sports shuffleboard <laughs> type <laughs> things going on and Pro it is action. yep and it is quite cold mm-hmm. Here, um, but and there's not a lot of white tiefling, even though it's her family. There's not a lot of white tieflings walking all over the place. Most mm-hmm. of them are not. So as big as it is right now, and as bustling as it might be, it's still very empty due to due to the size mm-hmm. of stuff that, that you're seeing. A lot of open air. But if you finally are making your way, and the, the, uh, your guide. Stops, t- turns on his heel and bows and gestures and says, Lady Silveria Irtain, Countess of the Irtain family. And you see sitting casually on, I can finally use the actual actual picture now, sitting casually on the ball there, is that right next to the phone? You can see what I mean by the giant columns going. Just imagine all this stuff in the buildings in the back all being under a giant dome. Mm-hmm. I'll use the word giant here to mean big, but also mean giant. <laughs> <laughs> so she's sitting just like, like this and goes, Welcome back, Axwell. I curtsy very deeply. Lady Irtain, I am so sorry to keep you waiting. Truly, I am. What was so pressing? You mentioned some, some things to here, but did not seem very particular. Well, you know, the usual. One of my men happened to be a criminal, had to clear the charges. Yeah. It all turned out to be false, but misunderstanding in a different kingdom, had to go find evidence. All very busy. Yeah, we were kind of pressed into it in the dead of night. You could work for the Inquisition if that lie. <laughs> well, I suppose if I cared for boring guests of honor, <laughs> I shouldn't become friendly with the adventurous sort. Even if your proclivities do go that way at some point, just let me know and I'll do my best to rein it in. <laughs> 
she does have a cold demeanor on, but you're very quickly thawing through it and not naturally grace and, and whatnot. And she actually, if anything, she seems more relieved. Like she's putting on this mask, but just behind the cracks, there's relief showing up. If you will still have me, if I can be so forward, I have been working on what I would play and tell the whole time, so I hope you don't think I was skirting my responsibility and will give you some half-assed replayed show. I do believe we have much to discuss. The gala is tomorrow. It is tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. It is tomorrow. Uh, The gala is tomorrow. Normally we have several days, if not a week, to discuss this with my, with my guests that will be, with my performers. You, my dear, will be performing, yes, but you are not a performer, you are a guest of honor. You are two manservants, one the Coliseum of Strength, after the Race of Eight Winds. You are a fantastic performer, and now, thanks to Yesli Larawak, the city is abuzz with rumors. And I use rumor not to mean that they're not true, but from what it's said, you 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 slew half a uh, a tavern. You tavern? you destroyed several dragons flying overhead. You skirted assassination by some of the elvish influence. I imagine that one is more accurate. I imagine that the other two are misappropriations of this taking place in the Drunken Dragon, which is a tavern. So you see how, how these things can get out of control, which is good for me because it means that the more people will probably come to speak with you. So, wonderful. Uh, you're talking about a town. <clears throat> she, hops, she hops down, cover it up to you. You and her very very eye to eye and look about the, about the same age but you know that's a, a glamour that she has on herself. She wraps your, your hair. Oh, ask I did get better clothing. <laughs> I hope you do know that. I would assume so. From here? Yes, the court, the court city? No, from my home city, Highmont. Highmont? Yeah, poor cops. He's quite good. Who? He's a tailor out there, and I will pull out the tailor. The tailor. Oh, good. The tailor of the Heimat. Podunk town. Intentional this time. (laughs) Podunk town in Niagarastone. No, we can can deal with clothing. I I, I have, we have about the same size of nothing nothing else. I can shove you in, in something that I have. There, what happened to And you are like, dude, I've taken several baths and stuff. You healed up, you've relaxed, but you are essentially, and you're so used to it, but you are covered in bruises and scabs. Your hit points maybe have gone back, I'm back to full, but you are very much still scraped up. Would the greater bruise. restoration have healed off that? No, that 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 just heals any. Um, no, they would not. So I'll say that. Yeah. So you still kind of look like like you came out of hell a few days ago, and she's looking at you. She's, she just goes, "What under the host happened to you?" She 
see the other guy. I think the Inquisition still has his head. She has a very distasteful look as she, when she's looking at your hand, she was seeing the calluses that are, are there. You're used to having calluses plucking away, but now they're kind of just all over and the scrapes from sneaking through and getting stabbed and all sorts of shit that happened to you. Mm-hmm. We have much to discuss. But something more important than that is this. So, um, so what we're going to do. Come with me. We're going to the spa. Love it. Yes. You're free to come if you choose. Or you can go eat cheese. What do you think of that? Oh, cheese. It, it would be, it might be in your best interest as well, looking at your many, many lesions of abrasions and whatnot as well. I mean, fancy spa sounds interesting. Got nothing else to do before the ever so extravagant gala. Good, good to hear. No more leaving the realm, for example. Taris, get the birds. Huh? Quickly, um, he, he, he leaves. You guys chit-chat a, a bit. Um, he comes back, and, and there are two... Uh, there are... I guess there would have to be... If you can give me one. So, yeah, there's only two big great um, crows. That are there. Mm-hmm. Fly and they land. Uh, one has a little, you know, seat for her. So as it goes down, Tavis helps her up, hops on the the other one, and Celia looks at you and pats the back of hers. You come up, and as Tavis looks back and pats the back, his bigger one. Mm-hmm. Is enough room for both of us? Mm-hmm. All right. This one's bigger than all, all the other ones you've seen. This is like a double-decker <laughs> crow. All right. I like it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'll buckle there. I mean, it's no rock, but... <laughs> Slower, as you and Slayers come diving down. Through you guys, likewise. Zoom and zip on down. Um, difficult to speak while moving at these speeds in the air with the wind just whipping through your hair. But you do go to the middle Memphis Plateau. The same, um, this district is known for, this plateau is known for theater. You had, you had gone to the, the Stargazer Theater on the, the upper Memphis Plateau, but now you're one level lower than that. And she, bird flares its wings and lands on, on the street, uh, on the plateau, and people like look like, oh my goodness, but it's also very commonplace for people. So they're just like, oh my goodness, you can see there, you know. Some people go, Lady Celeria. She's not super well known, just visual, especially on the middle plateau like this. You're actually a little surprised that you went to a middle plateau and not the pinnacle top of that where she would usually go. Mm-hmm. So she hops, hops down, you all hop down just for sake of brevity here, mm-hmm. and she um, makes her way toward an alleyway. Hmm. Come down, all, all of you, 
Horus whispers something in the bird's ear as it bends down. And it goes, understood? And flies away. And the bigger one turns and flies away as well. Tabus coming up behind you. The alleyway is narrow enough that you could you could go uh, two two at a time. So so you and Solari are in the lead. You two behind, mm -hmm. and Tabris in the back. Uh, and you walk through, take a turn, take a turn, and like this is the fancy spot that she's going to go to. If this is the alleyway that she kills us in, I knew I was right about her. Mm -hmm. I do believe that that your mental link would probably have worn off. I whisper. That, that makes sense. <laughs> not, not, not saying, don't say it. Just reminded me that. No, no, totally makes sense. You see an ancient, skinny uh, human, an ancient skinny human woman, in this this alleyway. She has poofed up white hair. That's at least a foot upwards. Very, very elaborate. You know, braids and weavings and pins and designs in the head must take hours or have a crazy magic headband. Mm -hmm. It's thick and garish makeup. It might be a little bit overboard to hide her wrinkles and crow's feet. She wears fine, fine silks and a thick mink stole around her shoulders and a lavish purple purse over her shoulder. Think of a shorter, I don't want to say Cruella de, de, Cruella de Vil sort of thing, but just like a... Yeah, yeah, like, like that. But a short, she is human, but she's shorter, stooped, and the, the coat and the stole drape off of her. So it kind of makes her look, you know, bigger-ish than she is until you realize it's just the opulence and the warmth. She is... Skin and bones, tiny thing. pretty much tiny little thing, exactly. Uh, she would look like the prime person to mug in an alleyway and take all of her shit, if not for the thuggish-looking half-orc figure and a dark figure in the shadows of, of, of a nearby um, alley, or just a little, little outcropping there. You can't quite make out the, the figure there. But you do see that there is an orc that's standing there looking at you all coming and another figure just sort of sitting amidst the shadows there. Well, she'd be a prime pick for burglary. But perhaps the oddest part of this ensemble is a simple and weathered wooden sign just leaning against the nearby alley wall that says Madame Mim's Magnificent Mansion. Oh. Okay. And she turns, hearing you all come, and she says, <clears throat> She says, Oh, my stars and guardians, <laughs> Lady Celeria, what a pleasant surprise. We take up residence right across the street. <laughs> I wish you'd let me know you're coming like Asian. I would have had your private chambers and speciality prepared. And look, you've brought company home me on by. What a treat it is for old Mim this day. 
and she just the voice, the demeanor, the over inflecting. Do I have a gnome for you? Etc. Etc. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, it's it's a little bit shocking, and um, so Theria smiles and says, "says my dear Madam Mim, I am sure that what you provide today will be plenty for us this day." Do you have space at the moment? Oh, yes, yes. The business is slow so far today, dear. Today, supremacy. A fine thing, a fine thing indeed. A fine thing indeed, indeed. And she steps aside and gestures toward the alley, the alley wall across from where the sign is. Your eyes were drawn to the sign in the half work, but there's, she gestures toward the wall on the opposite side of it. And what you see there is now that she's gesturing toward it, your eyes would have never really quite caught it from, from the angle that you're at. There's a shimmering door there. It is faint. It is essentially two-dimensional. It's not on the, the wall, actually. In fact, you guys are kind of like, you see wall and thin paper-like thing. When you look this way, you can see the door, and here you can't. Here you mm -hmm. can't. It's very, very uh, odd. Door looks... Very simple, very, very simple. It would be hard for hard for even that a half part fellow to enter. You might need to turn your shoulders a little bit to get in there. Not a very obvious thing. The half orc steps forward in a dapper suit, I, I, I might add. Even though he's thuggish in nature, he's reminds me more of like Emlyn than, mm -hmm. than, you know, <laughs> no, than, <laughs> a, than a thug. Just thuggish. And the orcs just we typically Exactly. Steps forward, and from within his vest, he produces a key that likewise shimmers with all the colors of the, the rainbow. No keyhole, though. Just taps it on the door. And there's a sound that sounds like a... He grabs the knob that suddenly is there. Damn, he just is there. Like, was always there. I don't know. He grabs it, opens, and gestures within as Madame Mim... Likewise, gestures within. So there he steps through. Just as she, just as she vanishes into, and through, like from you guys' current standpoint, just nothingness. She turns at you, and gives you a smile. And enters. I'll do, go in. Do you all enter? We should have gotten cheese, and I'll enter. <laughs> this is fascinating. I'm just gonna thin this door. As you step through, you are greeted by a beautiful immaculate pillars of gold, a waterfall of clear, sparkling water sending like the diamond, like, like dust particles in, in the sky and a rainbow that shoots over them. There is a waterfall and a pond with koi swimming in lazy circles. No two the same color. You didn't know there were so many different colors of fish that were possible. Soothing music can be heard from everywhere without source. And the sound of gentle wind chimes in the air, despite the fact that there is truly no breeze at all to speak of in here. Madame Mim, the last time, because you kind of also looking around like, holy smokes, seeing staircases that wind up and hallways that go this way and this way, and doors aplenty here. She makes her way around you. Excuse me, excuse me, dear. Oh, you're a big man. Okay. Well, not so big, but that's okay. <laughs> she comes around behind a, a, a pristine desk, 
takes a book and flips it. Takes an orator's quill and twists it and sets it on top of this. Let us He writes this in extremely extravagant person to the point where it would be silly for anybody to write it, but it's a, it's a quill. It does it really fast. It's like, you can hardly even read the writing. It's so, so flamboyant and cursive and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And may I have your name, baby? Anxoria Hura. Oh, that's a good one. Anxoria Spelling not correct. And you, my lad? Noin. Noin Yon. Y-O-U-N-G. Noin. Earth. Earth. <laughs> 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 you say my name in that accent. <laughs> 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 Simply, a beautiful name for a good-looking lad. Simplaria says, "It's been a while." (laughs) (laughs) You would shatter this bubble. (laughs) Simplaria says, "Thank you, Madam. Madam, Tabris will will cover the bill as usual with your man outside." For all of us. Just today, though, as a treat for my new friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, says, well, first things first, let's get us all looking at the same level, perhaps. Close, close to at least. Menemim, lead the way. Quick as a horse's step. And she slowly, <laughs> womanly, makes her way through. Mm-hmm. Opens up a door. And you guys keep seeing movement, sort of. Like, through the corner of your eye. You kind of, like, look. And there's, like, a door will close. Like, interesting. And you sort of see, like, a silver tray turning a corner. Like, but there's nobody. Well, this is a weird fucking place. Things must just float or whatever. It's just weird. There's, like, movement in your peripherals, but you never quite see anything mm-hmm. exactly there. As she opens the door, and there is a, a, a very, very fine tub, and she gestures for you, and the tub is, is big, bigger than the ones even at the Patisserie of the Sun and Moon. They are made out of solid gold, or so it seems, like truly solid gold here. They are bub- bubbling and steaming hot. There is amazing incense and the smell of wind chimes and eucalyptus leaves and fluffy stack of towels and robes. I mean, we're talking like this might even be though like the Queen Titania's shit she was doing, doing here. Not as finely, intricately woven detailed, but just mm-hmm. a ton of opulence here dumped in mm-hmm. to this one room. Almost to the point where you want it, as you she have it. Yeah, as she gestures for you, you're kind of like what the fuck? May I? I don't say no to a good soak. Mm-hmm. There are jars on a little table, uh, like a, a long, narrow table next to the tub. They have different sorts of, of smell. There's cinnamon sticks and flower petals and this, that, and, and, and the next thing. Feel free to use anything in the jars. Okay. Start snacking a cinnamon stick. You have a little room, you sick little pervy boy. <laughs> and she opens the door, door for you, a, a, a door for you, and then you don't know where she takes Solaria. So, um, as you all can 
hop in. There's soaps and whatnot. Uh, um, Big old cannonball. <laughs> as the water comes out and splashes on the ground, it sinks in, and you must have little tiny holes that it goes down through. Mm-hmm. Your door opens back up, and Madame Nim comes in. And she has a little tray, and she sets it down. May I get it? You may. May I get it? She takes this purple bottle, this big like um, flask thing here. She takes it, she... And pink smoke from purple starlight wafts out of it. And it's a fantastic smell soaps and flowers and all sorts of wonderful things and she dumps it on your head <laughs> just kind of comes and you look like mixes in and immediately pink bubbles just almost point where it's covering your entire body she produces a scrub brush and she just starts scrubbing you and as she's doing this you can almost immediately see your scabs melting away, falling off into the into the water, and then you look look at the wound. You put your hand in the water and bring it up, and it's small. Hand in the water, bring it up, and it's small. Hand in the water, bring it up, and it's gone. All of your blemishes, purely physical, not healing by any means, but all your physical blemishes are going away. A bruise that you had over here from getting punched by an orc is just fading away slowly. As she's scrubbing you with this brush, uh, she scrubs your back. To the left. She grabs your arm, lifts it up, scrubs, scrubs your arm, grabs your foot, scrubs your foot, scrubs behind the knees, scrubs the, the top of your head. Oh, no, it's getting stuck. I got a lot of hair today. She gets it up. She then produces a, a comb and begins combing out any snarls that are in your hair, which is potion seems to have immediately relaxed everything, fixed all sorts of split ends, any loose hairs were just washed away. And she basically tends to you. Um, after about 10 minutes, you are essentially spotless and restored. Um, she's combed your hair, it's long and straight. And, and says, would you like any hairstyle doing? Just a braid would be good. Just a braid. Very good. I learned my lesson. (laughs) Very good. Bangs. She definitely, definitely, definitely produces a very, very fine braid for your hair. She just. Well, that should be all. I have other people to attend to. Maybe I'll hit up that strong woman next to her. I should go see if he's there. No, no, I should go tend to Lady. She's talking to herself. I'll go tend to Lady Slavia. She leaves. Leaves you in there to soak. Um, you guys don't get the same treatment, but the bathroom is very nice. Mm-hmm. What you guys get instead is a slight knock at the door at the same time. And enter. You say enter. Okay. Your door opens. I'm gonna go underwater. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a black vest walks in but then you notice that it's not floating it there is a spectral form there what the hell it's like a black vest with long tails on the back 
and you, there's no sound of footsteps. There's no, this is a faceless spectral form that is walking in with a silver tray and a potion on it, saying one over there. Hands that to you. Goes like this and gestures. And you get the same effect that, that Annie got, but without the help of this robot. Then produces a clipboard with a thin sheet of paper on it and produces a, a small pen. On it is a selection of, of drinks and appetizers and check boxes next to each. Kind of remind me of my unseen servant in some ways. Yeah, but more visible than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More, more seen. Unseen. Yeah, this is definitely a scene servant here. It's weird that like the the vest and the coattails are so vibrantly black pronounced mm-hmm. that it almost takes away from the fact that there is a spectral image mm-hmm. there. There's a knock at your door, and the same exact sort of, of thing happens. A spectral form coming in um, does not offer you the bath bomb though, but does produce the clipboard and fields for you to check what drink and appetizers you would like. I'll check off wine. Well, before I check anything off, I am going to say to Sticky, who's out, I'm going to say, can make sure Earth opens up his door let me know there's alcohol. And then I will check off a glass of wine and um, appetizer. Okay. You hear, okay, goes. There is, a short time later, there's, a, there's another knock, 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 and you hear a voice as something descends and lands on your shoulder in the, the, the tub. Oh, I grab it. It's a spider. It's a spider about this big. Just lands right there. And you're like, and you hear Chuck Nine's voice go. Open the door, and says in common. Proceed to still flick it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns into a visible Chuck Nine. <laughs> Invisible. He can turn into a spider. He can turn into a walking spider. Spider bathing. Um, I have to get the door. I gotta get out of the tub and get the door. What are you? What, what are you good for, him? I'm gonna bitch about that as I get out and get the door. He just had to say, <laughs> "Come in." Oh. That's such an earth thing, though. This is fucking dumb. They, they put me in the tub. They make me get out. So you come out, swing dong, fruit slapping, open the open door, and go what? As there's a spectral, vested image that just. Cocks ahead. Finally! No! No, it, it can't. It can't speak. It just goes. It can't. Oh, God. Now I take a swig. Oh, Make a constitution saving throw. Oh, there we go. Uh, uh, 19. You drink it. You go. Not sure do you whine, but you swallow it. Oh. 
and then you immediately feel a little bit sick to your stomach, and you get, <laughs> and a pink bubble comes out, and you go, uh-oh, and a, <coughs> and a purple bubble comes out. And you're like, oh gosh, or you hear your stomach going, and there's a little, and three green bubbles come out. <laughs> you are producing gas at a rapid speed, all that bub bub bubbling, and the spectral form points toward the tub, points at the bile, and does this. Pantomiming, putting it in there. Well, you could have said something, and then I'll go back and get in the tub with the vibe. He'll come over and give you the same cut clipboard with alcohols that you can check what you want. I'm just gonna draw a line through everything. <laughs> Turns, leaves, as the door closes, you, you hear, well, I've never motherfucking, in, in my entire life, working here. I have never. <laughs> okay. Um, your drinks, uh, um, oh, sorry, your drinks are not, not brought to you. Mm-hmm. After s- some time goes on, you are all um, just sitting there getting pam- pampered. All your scabs come off. You would, if you, if you pour yours in there, yes. you would see that that's what it's doing. I, I would give you, you both the choice. You're not, like, it takes a while for your stuff to come off. It's not the same thing as Fire Song, like, restoring you to a brand new body, but it is going to remove a lot of your scars, your wounds, your bruises. Does Earth want that? Is he okay with that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Wash that eye real good. I'm sure mm-hmm. that still looks nasty. Yeah, now, now there's, there's no mark at all. It's just a flat, like, it's always skin. Oh, It's nice. very, no, that would be really gross. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, I've taken my tattoo off. No. Good question, though. Good question. It does seem to be mostly surface level stuff, and even even like the deeper, the older scars are still there. They're like thin pink lines, though, rather than puckering red stuff. So there is a certain depth and a certain surface level dirt. Mm-hmm. But you guys essentially are completely clean beyond belief. You just squeaky clean. Inside. After about five minutes, it does, it does stop, oh, but there's knocks again simultaneously on all three of, of, of your doors, and they come they come back in. This is after 20 minutes of you guys just being on your own in there, just enjoying the heat and, and the smells and and eating these these the, the cinnamon sticks. I'm imagining Earth like, Hey, you should help yourself. <laughs> ah! I'm good. No, I'm good at that. <laughs> yourself, not on one at least for sure. Wait for all these this foodie order. This witch bark is defective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like I can bring a challenge out of this stuff. A a is from a pair of spectral butlers enter. Possible to tell if one of them is the same as be as before or anything. They merely bow and beckon you from your tubs. Mm-hmm. They display two fluffy um and they dry you all, buffing you like like cars, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then um, a third one comes in with and will clothe you. Yeah. You don't have to let them do it if you want to, but that's what they're there to do. And now you each have three of these fucking <clears throat> things in your rooms. Okay. Mm-hmm. As they're drying you off, cleaning oh, you, oh, and oh, whatnot. Don't get so handsy there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are clothed in silken robes, clean, dry, 
form. Not bad, this reminiscent mansion from Madame Mim. As then they gesture, do this, and move you out. Timing impeccable, because as you come out, there's your little slippers. You come out and you come out. See that these three, nine really, are acting almost in tandem. So you guys were kind of kind of corralled in tandem. Like, oh, what a coincidence. But then all three of the ones in the lead turn and are like the same uncanny movements. Sorts of thing. Okay. Lead you down a hallway into a wide open room. They bow and they escort you to this large chamber where Celeria already waits in a plush white chair and, a, and another plush white chair right next to her and a, and a table, a narrow table between them, a platter of cheese and fruits and whatever appetizer you ordered and two glasses of red wine already there. Celeria's there, her boots off, getting her toenails you know, clipped and pedicured, pedicured and whatnot by one of these special figures that are there as her hair is, is being combed and styled and whatnot. And she's like, and it's here, next to me. Thank you. Very good. You two may sit anywhere you wish. And it is a large sitting room with different sorts of, of lounging chairs and cushions and, and rocking chairs, whatnot else, for you to lounge and do it wherever you want. It's for me. Have some, you know, some time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As you sit, you are almost immediately brought by yet another one of these special servants, a tray for each of you with your appetizer and your alcohol. There's 12 servants that come <laughs> for you, and they just Thank place you. it on the table next to you, and a second one on the table next to you, and then on the seat next to you, and then on the, the armrest of the seat on, on the couch next to you, and then the other eight just put them on the ground next to you to the point where you two are sharing like love seat, you know, like a, like a big couch sort of thing there, relaxing, sinking into it a bit. And now you're essentially surrounded in the front, mostly around you by platters of, these are small, these are fancy appetizers, so we're talking like small plate mm -hmm. appetizers. Oh, sure. Smart menu. Um, and the, but the, 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 the wine, the drinks, the whiskey, whatever it is that you order are aplenty. Didn't you order? They all look good. All right. <laughs> so, you look much better now, if I may be so bold as to say. Thank you. I feel much better now. Good. Looks like you had been through this and back. Close. Are there any other services you can ask any of these general gentlemen here and you see that there are, are those those three special servants are kind of standing there with their special arms behind their back waiting for any orders or, or anything. Is there anything that you need require, require hair, makeup, nails, anything of the such, please. As she she has one, ah, over here, and then she puts her hand over it. She's getting her nails painted by one. I might get my nails done. Please. It's the all included. I hate to say it, but should we take a break real quick? Sure. Sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Take our break. We'll come back after a pedicure. Conversation, if any, that you would like to have. 